Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're joining us from. This is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale at the International Christian Fellowship of Rome. It is Easter week 2020. And as we are looking to Jesus and what he's done on the cross and in the grave and in the tomb, um, in resurrection power and resurrection week, I have some things on my mind for our Thursday conversation. You know, I've been seeing videos of Rome that show the streets are silent and the, the piazzas, the places are silent and quiet. And I can imagine that on that day, Good Friday is coming, when Jesus was going to the cross and things were going to be happening, but no one knew. It felt like an utter stillness, unknowing what would happen. <clears throat> and today, I want to talk to you about a setup for a miracle. That darkness, that stillness was a setup for the greatest miracle, the greatest decision of all times, resurrection power. Jesus, yeah, he died and it was devastating, but there was something that was happening in that process that created the resurrection power that would be for us for generations to come, for eternity to come, so that no matter what I go through, God is with me. So I'm happy that you guys are joining on. I'm happy to see all my friends that have been joining us every week. I'm happy to report to you that Barb Gergenti got the journal prize from last Thursday. And I'm going to have more prizes in the next few coming weeks. Um, just to let you know, um, some things are changing for me because my young middle daughter is going to be having a baby this month. So that's resurrection power, getting ready to work. And I'll be having more prizes and more good news to share. Share. So today, I want you to get your Bibles if you don't have them. Hopefully, you have your Bible and your technology on different equipments. That's what I have today. And I want to talk to you, to us. I want us to talk. I want you to comment. Put in the sections a setup for a miracle that no matter how dark it is, it's a setup for God to do something amazing. That breakdown is a setup for the breakthrough. Amen. I don't know about you. Some of you have been talking to me later and in different places and um, sharing with your friends, but I've had some bad days. How about you? Have you had a couple of bad days? Have you had to say, Jesus help me? Maybe you can click like or type in, I've had to say, Jesus help me. It's amazing how he does though, isn't it? Um, sometimes it's been taking a nap. I just need to rest my brain and my eyes. One of my friends said she's been doing technology more than ever. So her eyes and her head have been hurting. Um, the weather's been crazy um, in different places that affects people. But I want you to know that your breakdown is a setup for your breakthrough. And it's not just a phrase or a slogan. No weapon formed against our body, mind, or spirit can prosper when we operate in the resurrection power of Jesus. Amen? Thank you. Thank you for those amens. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for sharing the watch party and inviting friends. I've had testimonies. Um, thank you, Courtney, for sharing with your uh 
watching your program while you're um, on a break and people get to hear it. And for your friends, I want them to know I'm praying for them, that they will be encouraged in this time, not discouraged. We don't have to be afraid. We have to be wise. And we're praying for our leadership all around the world. But God is faithful. Amen? God is faithful. So there is a tremendous sense of peace and power. Remember, I believe that's a word that the Lord gave us for this season. Peace, power, strength, and purpose. Peace, write it in the chat. That's from week one. Peace, power, strength, and purpose. Those are the things that we can expect God to give us. And God is expecting us to to not be afraid. He commands us not to be afraid in the Bible. Do not fear for I am with you. He commands us to be strong and courageous. And he even admonishes us and encourages us to take refuge in him. So that's a two-way street with God. Isn't that amazing? It's not just this big God saying I, you have to do all these things or, or go to hell. It's your big, wonderful Abba Father saying, trust in me, be strong and courageous. I'm with you wherever you go and I'm setting you up for some miracle breakthroughs. So in Mark chapter two, verse 12, it says that he got up and took his mat and walked out in full view of them. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. Mark 2, 4 says, since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they had lowered this man down in the, in, on a mat through the roof. So I want you to understand something when we're thinking about this setup and this breakthrough and this resurrection power, that there's coming a moment after our staycation. Write it in the chat so people remember, I am not on lockdown. I am on a staycation, which means I have permission to take a nap. I have permission to have water, take a good water break. You take your water break. You take your hot tea break, your cappuccino break. And remember that there is coming a moment when we are going to get up and take our stuff out the door. We're going to walk out in full view of everyone. And I hope that we applaud one another. I hope that we see the police officers and the medical personnel in the pharmacy and say, thank you for working. Thank you for being brave. God is going to be with you and protect you and shield you. And that for those who are losing friends and family members during this season, that we will remember, you know, I have friends that lost loved ones right when this virus was breaking that had nothing to do with the virus. I want them to know I'm still praying for them. I know that these coming weeks and months, it's hard. I have a dear friend who lost her father. I'm praying for you. God is with you and the Holy Spirit will comfort you in these moments. And it is perfectly normal to have this emotional roller coaster going on where we feel confident and, and ready to take our mat and praise God. And when all of a sudden we want to retreat and pull the covers up over our head. So I want you to be encouraged today. There's coming a day when we're going to walk out in full view. Mark 2.12. Write that in the chat for me. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you, Julie. For those of you that help and, and um, Lisa, Mark 2.12. Lisa joined us a little bit late on the Rewind last week and several of her friends responded how much it encouraged them. I'm so thankful. We have dear friends in Kenya and South Sudan watching with us. So I love you and I'm praying for you. 
in Jeremiah 32, 27. So we've got Mark 2, 12, and we've got Mark 2, 4, and we've got Jeremiah 32, 27. God saying, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. If you're watching this today, he's not just the God of the Christians or the God of the Catholic person or the God of those from India. He is the God of all mankind, regardless whether you acknowledge him or not. He is your God. He made you. He created you. He said in the Bible, he formed you in your mother's womb and fashioned you that he has great plans for you. I am the God of all mankind, Jeremiah 3227. Mary, if you're jumping on in a minute, you type that in. I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? I want you to know that our misery, our our problem is the place where our miracle shows up. It's the place where his peace shows up. It is the place where his purpose shows up in our lives. And these places become a part of our story. They become a part of our miracle. Now, today I'm going to go a little bit shorter. So if you're jumping on or sharing with a friend, let them know because we have to uh, manage our recording situation a little bit differently today. So I want you to know I'm going to give you four things. I'm going to read them to you. You guys are going to type them in the chat for me. Number one is that messy place is a part of the miracle. Don't worry. God's got you. That messy place that you're in, you can listen. You've got time. It's okay to clean up. Take the kitchen and rearrange your kitchen cabinets. Take your drawers and reorganize. Do some things that are productive that help you to feel accomplished in a given hour or so. The second thing you're going to know is that the place of our story is where the miracle is in process. So for those of you that are struggling, that are um, learning how God is moving in your life and this place of your story is a process. Maybe some of you aren't really enjoying. Some of my friends are in a process that I know it's challenging. I know it's so emotional. And I want you to know today that that place is where God is. He's right there where you are today. You don't have to make it all pretty and perfect for God. I try to get a little bit. You don't want to see my morning hair. Okay, so I try to do my hair, but I want you to know something. There are days when my hair is like that and there is no makeup and the jammies are on and the blankets are over. But the place of your story is where your miracle is in progress. And I want you to know that because God is with you. So the messy place is part of my miracle. The place of my story is where the miracle is in process. Thank you, Audrey. Number three, the barriers cannot stop God's power. Have you noticed that these barriers and these restrictions that are on us from all over the world, it hasn't stopped us from proclaiming that God is good. In fact, it has propelled many of us. It has empowered many of us. You know, um, I watch some of my little grandkids on video as they're learning to ride bikes and the fact that they can't do it has not stopped them from learning. In fact, it has motivated them to say, you know, they're four and five and six years old, I can do it. Don't help me, I can do it. And that is what I think that God meant when he said to us, be strong and courageous, that those barriers in your life I've had people testify to me during this virus 
staycation, lockdown, working remotely, that there had been barriers in place at their workplaces and they have been given new contracts, new jobs, more money, increased pay, increased hours. Some people were furloughed, but they're going to end up getting more income for the month than they would have last month. God has a way of taking the barriers and turning them into something beautiful in our lives. You know, I've mentioned many times about my mom dying at 39 from a drunk driver who hit their car. And that was a very big barrier for me at 15. But that barrier had a way of turning something beautiful into my life as I learned how to trust the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you to recognize that the barriers that you're facing today, they don't stop God. He's omnipresent. He's omnipowerful. He's omnipotent. So wherever you are staycationed at, wherever you're stationed at, I have friends who are stationed in places of great danger right now. But those barriers do not stop God's ability. I am praying and we have been praying for a supernatural hedge of health to surround those who are in dangerous places. That every piece of air they breathe would go through a filter of heavenly angels guarding any germ or infection that might go in. I am believing for health and healing. My friend Phyllis, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but I have prayed with you and Tom every day. I have been on your journey with you. You're in Brussels, but we have been with you praying. We have rejoiced that you got out of intensive care, that you're in a regular room. And by the time you maybe see this, I pray you your home and walking and celebrating with your husband that resurrection power because God's healing power is at work. That messy place is part of our miracle story. And that place of our story even now is where the miracle is in process. Say that with me. My miracle is in process. Mwapi Funke, I want you to say it. My miracle is in process. My miracle is in process. And finally, number four, in his presence is the place where the power of Jesus begins to start to germinate and grow. I want you to imagine, whoever you are watching this today, that you have decided this world has turned upside down, that what you're experiencing, you don't really like it, and Maybe you've been trying to even self-medicate in different ways, whether it's been through binge-watching TV programs or binge-eating or binge-drinking. Uh, we've had some difficult questions that have come in, even for our Tuesday talk, which we will do again next week. But I want to encourage you, there is nothing like the presence of Jesus. There is nothing like the presence of the Holy Spirit because that ushers in the power of God to do a mighty work in your mind, in your spirit, and in your heart. So right now, I believe the Holy Spirit prompted me to pause for someone who's going to be watching this. You're going to be watching and saying, my friend needs to hear this. And you're going to share the video with them. And at this moment, at about 15 minutes and 23 seconds into them watching me talk, you're going to tell them, this is God calling you by name 
saying, daughter, I love you. You are not alone. I have a purpose for your life. And in the presence of God, you are going to find the miracle resurrection power of Jesus. So right now, I want us to say, Jesus, if we were around our table for Thursday Connect, and I'll tell you, I miss our Thursday table. It's a time where we take a deep breath and we say, Jesus, I need your presence. I need your power. I need that miracle resurrection power to flood over my mind, to flood through my speech, to flood through my thoughts. I want to encourage you. Don't be so self-focused. This has been a time when the Lord has allowed us, we've said it often, to be set apart, but not set alone. You are not set alone, but we are set apart, but not so that we can only focus on me. Our focus should be on at least encourage three people today. When you're done with this call, with this Thursday Connect, stop and send a message to someone new. I sent a message to someone new this week and I received word that they had been sick and I didn't know it. And I have been praying for them since then. I sent a message to someone new and they shared a testimony with me that encouraged my heart so, so much. So I want to encourage you, don't be so self-focused that you forget to let the presence of Jesus and the miracle working power flow through him. Yes, thank you for those comments. Thank you for joining with us and reminding others that are they're going to watch that chat. They're seeing Mark 2.12. They're seeing Mark 2.4. They're seeing Jeremiah 32.27. I am the Lord. The God of all mankind is anything too hard for me. No, 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 no. So I want to ask you, let me scroll up here. Are things in a mess? Were they in a mess before four, five, seven, eight weeks ago? Are your circumstances, did you feel like they were in turmoil or they were like stuck on hold? One of my sweet friends, Helen, I don't know if you're watching, but she was on hold for a while. And then God began to open the door and answer all the, all the prayers that she'd been praying. And then this happened and everything just turned even again, but God is faithful, isn't he? So no matter what you're experiencing in the middle of your mess, I want you to know that it's about to be a miracle. And I can say that I know that I have a hip bone in my neck. Many years ago, I got hit by a car as I was riding a bicycle. And a few months later, my neck just broke apart. I became paralyzed on the left side. I couldn't lift an empty laundry basket for three months. They took a bone from my hip and put it in my neck to stabilize my neck. And a lot of other things happened. That's the story for another day. But I can tell you that that mess was a setup for my miracle. And during that time of not lifting an empty laundry basket, in the presence of the Lord, God gave me some of the sweetest moments with him, with my precious dad who came to be with me during that time. So I want to encourage you, don't worry about the mess. God knows the messes that we're in and his presence says, I am as close as the mention of my name. All you have to do is say Jesus. That is not hard. Say Jesus. Type it in the chat for me. Jesus. 
You may say, Jen, Pastor Jen, I don't know how to pray. You can say Jesus. He is the one. He is the only one who is not buried in a vault somewhere that we go and see his body decayed and mortified. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is resurrected, standing at the right hand of God the Father, saying, my girl's got a mess down there. I need to get the Holy Spirit to her, to empower her, to give her peace that passes understanding. Lord, send your angels. Let's go. Let's take care of our daughter. That's what Jesus does for me. So you can say it right now. Jesus, type it in the chat. Jesus, that's all you have to do. Jesus. And for some of my friends who are just learning how to pray, it's so simple. You can be so honest with God. <laughs> Somebody sent me a video this week and it was so honest with God. There was a few uh, words in it that maybe weren't the greatest, but the message was, man, I have just overcome death, hell, and the grave in Jesus' name. And I am looking that this is a good day. It's a brighter day. It's a happy day. And it is a day for my mess to become a miracle. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that God has positioned you at the very address that you're at right now. Some of us are on different continents. We are far away from our loved ones. One of my sweet daughters just moved into a new house and wishing her mama could be there to help her organize and put things away. So I'm typing her suggestions. Thankfully, they have wonderful husbands. All my daughters do. I'm so proud of my son-in-laws um, who are strong and faithful, full of faith in the Lord. So even right now, when we're talking about our setup for a miracle, maybe this is a word for somebody. You're single. And you're feeling alone. Remember, you're not set alone. You're set apart right now. God is preparing you for a miracle testimony. But I want, to, I want you to hear something. Wait for the one who is full of faith in Christ Jesus. Do not settle and think that you're going to bring someone up to a new place. We need people and partners in our lives that are full of God, full of Jesus, full of the Holy Ghost, so that when we feel discouraged, there's that one beside us saying, come on, you can do this in Christ Jesus. Let's pray together. It's a powerful, powerful thing to have friendships based on the faith in Jesus Christ, to have love. Don't be afraid to share with a fellow friend, whether it's, you know, two girls that are friends and you're saying to your friend, I've never felt like I could really tell you about my faith, but right now I feel like I'm supposed to tell you God loves you and he has a plan for your life and he's with you in the middle of this mess. So I want to encourage you to remember that your barrier is a setup for your breakthrough. And there is going to come a place like that man that was lowered in by his friends on a mat to get to Jesus. I feel like that's what we're doing through technology. You haven't been able to get to Jesus. You haven't been able to get to church. Esther, if you're watching, she works every Sunday. She hadn't been able to join us, but she's been able to join us every week. And so Esther, this has been a way when we've been able to lower people in on their mat and say, Jesus is who you need. And I am increasing my faith. Amen. And so I want you to be encouraged. You know, the Israelites were in bondage for a very long time. Moses wandered in the wilderness for a very long time. Long years. 
We haven't been in our staycation lockdown for years. Some of you though may have felt like you've been in bondage for years. You've been in that struggle. Some people struggle with things in their health for years, but I can tell you that God gives a breakthrough. Last summer in, I think it was 2019, I was able to go to a celebration of missionaries from around the world. It was called Together 19. And I had been experiencing some very difficult barriers to health and vitality in my life. I know I turned 60 last year in December, so it's just been a few months. Um, and But my body was just crying out, you're sick, you're going to be 60, you're going to be 60, making fun of me. And I had barriers to, I like to rearrange furniture and move things. And I just could not do it. And I was having so much pain in my shoulders and in my joints that I just could not do things that I had been able to do. And I was in that gathering of faith-filled, resurrection power believers, worshiping the presence of God that was in that room. And I suddenly felt the Holy Spirit descend on me like a blanket. And I felt the inflammation in my shoulders go down. I felt the swelling in my neck and my spine go down. I felt my fingers begin to feel better and my skin began to feel smoother. And I can tell you, I heard the Lord in the middle of his presence. You are in the process of being healed. So that place of confinement, that place of pause was where my miracle was in process. And I can tell you that I, um, I, I gave myself time over the next few weeks, but I began to say and see and feel that I was healed, that I was sleeping, that I was not having shoulder pain. And when I had that recurrent little twinge or whatever that I would sometimes have, I recognized that my miracle is in process. And so today I want us to be encouraged that even in the mess, God had a miracle of resurrection power for that man on the mat in the book of Mark in the Bible in the New Testament, for Jesus when he went to the grave, to the tomb, there was something that God had in the middle of it all. And that barrier, can you imagine that tomb and that gigantic, normally if we were all together for Easter Sunday, we'd have a big uh, lifelike tomb with this big rock on the stage and we'd have an empty tomb with light shining forth, indicating that the glory of God had come and pushed that stone away and Jesus had resurrected. And in fact, the women who came to mourn the loss and saw that he was gone, encountered Jesus and didn't even realize it. And so I want you to know that sometimes the presence of Jesus is with us and we don't even realize it. But that's him saying, I'm here. I'm resurrected. Nothing can keep me. No barrier can stop the power of God at work. No barrier. Type it in the chat for me. No barrier can stop the power of God's miracle resurrection power at work in our lives. And so that barrier, that big tomb that I'm sure the disciples and the mother of Mary, even though they knew what he had promised, they weren't sure. And do you know that when Jesus appeared to the disciples after 
his resurrection. Thomas was such a doubter. He said, unless I see the nail prints in that guy's hands, unless I see the place where they pierced him in the side, I am not going to believe. Some of you watching this may still be saying, I don't know if I believe all this Jesus stuff. Well, guess what? Just because we're locked down, the tomb is not locked down. The tomb was never locked down by, by God because God unlocked it. God unsealed it. The power and the resurrection of Jesus Christ takes away anything that tries to bring down the purposes and the plans of God in my life. Peace, power, strength, and purpose. Peace, power, strength, and purpose. So today, I want you to think about those people that were facing barriers in the Bible. Those were real people that real people wrote about. We've seen the evidence of many of them in historical sites. People gathered to see those places, the, the road of to, up to Golgotha. It's a real place. It's a real happening. God is real. He made us. All we have to do is look at that super moon that was out and say, wow. When I think about the babies in their mother's wombs and they're being born and each one, even the way when we drink, it goes down a pipe and then it goes into our bodies and we can feel it getting into our system that we're feeling better if we've been thirsty or we're feeling stronger if we've been hungry. That's the body doing its work to regenerate itself. God created you for that. God made your body to work. Sometimes we have to pause. That's what fasting is. It's a pause to say, God, I want to put you first. I want your resurrection power to be at work. I want you to know that there was even a widow woman who felt all alone and she felt like her jars were empty. I know in this season, there are some who feels like their cupboards are empty. We shouldn't have to feel afraid to go to the grocery store, but some of us feel worried. Do I have my paperwork filled out right? Do I have my mask? Do I have my gloves? Do I have them on right? Have I hand sanitized enough? I want you to know no matter the barrier, God saw that widow woman. He gave her an idea about filling those jars and she began to fill it. <laughs> I made pancakes and it seemed like I made more pancakes than I even had batter for. That's how powerful God's provision is. I had bills and I didn't know how they would be paid. And suddenly there was an income. There was a check in the mail. There was a, a note that someone else had said, I'm giving to support the work of the ministry. God is faithful. His power and his provision are real for all of us. So today, I want you to remember, no matter the mess, he is with you. No matter the place. This is where the miracle breakthrough is in process. And there is no barrier that can stop the resurrection power of God at work in our lives. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, ask and it will be given to you. If you don't know Jesus, ask him. Just say, God, I want to know you. Reveal your presence to me. My sweet friend, um, has been watching it. She said, you know, 
when I mentioned the name of Jesus, I felt him. My prayer life has grown stronger and stronger. Nana, I love you and I'm so proud of the way that you are growing in your walk. I'm so proud of the way our young adults are declaring their faith in their, in their small group connection time. Abby, you're a woman of faith and prayer and power. Audrey, you're so amazing. Julie, Mary, Mary, Julia, Julia, you're so strong and you are sharing what Jesus has done because we have learned the secret of resurrection power. Matthew 7, 7. Thank you for typing it in the chat. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. If you seek to find stuff on the internet, you're going to find everything in the world. If you seek to find the truth, you'll find it in the word of God. In John 14, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Seek the word of God and knock and the door will be opened. We have to do our part because it says for everyone who asks receives and for the one who seeks they find and for the one who knocks the door will be open. So today I want to encourage you if you're sick this is a setup for a place of healing to happen. If you're poor in spirit, this is a setup for a place of peace to abound with the presence of the Holy Spirit. If you are feeling lost in despair or broken by the death of a loved one, this is a setup for the miracle of comfort. I will type these out and put them in the chat for those of you that aren't catching them. Sick, a place of healing. Poor in spirit, a place of peace. Lost in despair and broken by death, a place of comfort. Betrayed and rejected, this is a setup for a place of restoration and redemption. If you feel confused and bewildered, this is a setup for deliverance from negative thinking. This is a place of resurrection power today. I love you. I know it's been a short Thursday connect, but I want to encourage you. Share this with a friend. Take another 30 minutes and do a watch party. And let me pray with that friend. And let me pray with you. That, and you pray with me. That God would keep us women of faith. Men of faith. Pastors of faith. Do not be weary in well-doing. For God is able. I love you. I miss you. And we are going to be together for real in just a very short period of time. Father. I thank you for your miracle working power. I thank you for resurrection. I thank you that our mess is a place for the miracle setup breakthrough. I thank you that no barrier can stop the resurrection power in our life. And I thank you, Lord, that you are with us when we ask you supply, and I pray that you would do that. Let that young one right now who's feeling confused and is God real, let her know that even right now you're saying yes, Yes, God is real. And I am real, says the Lord. I created you, says the Lord. And I love you. And I have a plan to prosper you and to heal you and to use you. Do not settle for second best. God has a first best for you. God has someone in your life, whether it's a boss, a friend, a partner, that will love God even more than you do. Wait upon the Lord and see that miracle breakthrough. God is doing it. I love you.